0: And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson. At Doc Manson. In your mind, what are the two best flavors of ice cream to eat at the same time
1: Hmm, that is a good question uh durango canyon matthews at the dc matthews on twitter the two best flavors i assume you mean like to then like mix together like not necessarily mixed together but like if i was to have Let's say a, a, a cone or a bowl that had two scoops of ice cream. They had to be two different flavors. Yeah, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah,
0: one mm. one bowl, two scoops. So that when you're eating it, as the things mix together, you get this wonderful mélange of flavors.
1: I think I would like to have a scoop of chocolate peanut butter ice cream of some sort. It's probably a chocolate base with like a peanut butter swirl. Maybe some chocolate peanut butter cups mm-hmm. in the ice mm-hmm. cream. And then for my second flavor, I would like to have a banana chocolate chip. So banana ice cream with chocolate chips throughout. And I'd like to eat those two together. I think those as they melted and swirled together to become one uh, would be excellent. But I'm also very partial to chocolate banana peanut butter milkshakes. And that's essentially what that is. So there you go. That's fair. That's interesting. I don't know that I've ever had banana ice cream. The uh, local place that's, you know popular here and makes their own ice cream. Uh, They typically have a banana chocolate chip flavor. And the last couple of years, not last couple of years, but going back a couple of years for a couple of years, we were getting like a banana chocolate chip birthday cake, ice cream cake um, type thing. And that was, that was ideal. I loved that. That was very good. They have very good flavor. Isn't it artificial banana though? I presume
0: so. You're okay with that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not uh, here to discriminate against those artificial fruits. Fair enough. Uh, Synthetic fruit, <clears throat> real fruit. I'm down. As you may have heard with my clinkety clankety clink, clinkety clank, clank.
0: Clankities, Uh <clears throat> I had some ice cream uh, to kick off the show. And I went with the, the tried and true just pure chocolate with a scoop of mint chocolate chip. So. Okay. You you know, I'm also a fond of maybe chocolate and black raspberry. That's a nice combination.
1: I mean, I thought about completely obstructing your question and choosing Neapolitan as my first flavor. Um, But then I thought better of it and said, well, what if I actually tried to answer this question? I
0: appreciate that. And yet I would have also appreciated the obstruction because I wouldn't have thought about that. Uh, But yeah, that's that's how I'm I'm sugared up to start this. Uh, podcast, and so I ask you, Doc, as I always do: How are you? How was the week? How are things?
1: Oh, things are fine. DC Matthews, I can't really complain. Not much going on. I mean, obviously, let's see, we had some snow over the weekend. Not a ton, not a huge amount of any sort. Just uh, slightly more than a dusting, an inch or two at most. And of course, it was Valentine's Day, so Valentine's Day wishes, happy. Valentine's Day wishes to you and Mrs. Matthews. I hope you guys enjoyed your day. Um, we had an instant pot lasagna as well as a chocolate mousse cake to celebrate. Very that nice. was quite good. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Work is keeping me busy as per usual. But that's about it. You're not much else to report. You
0: didn't go for the coconut shrimp, I believe that's what you said last week.
1: Now, we thought about getting like some filet mignon or something to go along with some coconut shrimp, Ah, but we weren't impressed with the prices on the good cuts of meat. So we went with the lasagna instead. And that was an experiment, but it turned out pretty good. I think I would I would eat that again. Who knew you could make lasagna in an instant pot?
0: We tried a lasagna soup. I think I tried making a lasagna in a crock pot. It didn't go well. Uh and then there is a recipe
1: for lasagna soup that we have done that was quite good. Um this was in like a spring form pan okay that fits inside of the instant pot. So it was really just a lasagna. Um cooked in like 25 minutes. Wow. So like you didn't have to pre-boil the noodles. Um <clears throat> worked out pretty well. Worked out pretty well. It's
0: weird that I don't trust the the ready to bake noodles. Like when I make lasagna, I'll go by when I used to go to the grocery store, I'll walk by the pre, you know, the noodles that they say they don't require boiling. You just lay them in the pan and they're fine. For some reason, I want to boil the noodles. I want them, you know, wet and pliable when I layer them into the. I think you're
1: in the right. Um, When you bake a lasagna, I, I think the no bake noodles are. They never come out right. I don't think. Yeah.
0: it seems a little weird, but either way, yeah, our Valentine's day was good. It was, uh, quiet. Um, you know, we, we worked, uh, I had bought, I went to a local butcher shop and purchased some sweetheart steaks. So just little fillets, I believe. Um, so we had some steak. I think we had some risotto from the weekend. Uh, we went to our local, uh, deli that you and i have shared many a meal at and got some potato pancakes we kind of had a the steaks were the entree and then we kind of picked and chose what was left over from the weekend um which was good and you know we had bought some ice cream for the super bowl because we timed to make super bowl sundays so we had a little ice cream which is where this came from i will not clinkety clank again uh but yeah it was a quiet night we went to bed early um yeah
1: so all in all it was it, good it was not
0: bad you know for i i don't buy into the commercialism of valentine's day but uh i also think that is because my wife's birthday is in march and mine's in april so this is quite the celebratory period anyways i think if valentine's day randomly was in <clears throat> september maybe we'd celebrate it a bit more because the spring is usually pretty full of holidays. Uh, let's see. The weather's been nice. We're having a beach day at our, in my school tomorrow. Cause a beach day in February, someone decided was a nice idea.
1: Well, I mean, it's nice to hope, I guess
0: the weather will be good. Supposedly that I, I just saw a forecast that said we could get temperatures in the upper fifties. Have, have, have the students been out flocking in the courtyards? Not yet. Is, is, you know, do you remember we both attended the same university and, you know, there the was the first
1: day of warm weather. Oh, yes, that
0: too. But also just there was this green area outside one of the student gathering buildings, like the main student building um, where all the good restaurants were before they kicked them, got rid of them. Uh, a student union, if you will. Is that what they call it? A student union?
1: I mean, I think most campuses have a student union. I, I
0: didn't know. So I didn't want to say. Yeah, they all do. <laughs> I didn't know, know if that would immediately identify. Aha! That's where you... No. <laughs> um But yes, outside the student union was this lovely little courtyard. And I believe our entire undergraduate career, it was under construction and like fenced yeah. off. Could not Correct. be accessed.
1: Which was just... I don't think we got... And then it was open for one year after our undergraduate career. And then they closed it again for a further five years. Yeah.
0: but. Uh, we never got our money back either. I think if you're mm-hmm. going to be doing that kind of construction, we at least get like 50 bucks.
1: But... They felt differently. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Surprise. I
0: loved that restaurant that used to be there where you could go at the end of the year with all your leftover like points for your meal plan. And j- I will take six spicy chicken sandwiches, please. Uh, these <clears throat> three boxes of Entenmann cookies... And I'll take an entire flat of 32 Power Aids to go.
1: People wonder why I gained about 40 pounds my first year in college. Yeah. And that's why. It's not a secret. That's why. <laughs> that is why. Yeah. Those spicy me. chicken sandwiches. They were good. They were good.
0: They were real good. I put them up there with, you know, whether and you're a Wendy's were free, person or a pop-up. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because when you're 18, The fact that someone had to pay for this meal plan doesn't mean anything to you. You're just like, what? I have 97 points, so essentially $97 worth left over, and I've got to use it before next Friday. Okay. Who wants some food, everyone?
1: And you're telling me these spicy chicken sandwiches are only $2 a piece? Oh, my God. I'll take 50, please.
0: I do miss many elements of college, and there are some things I would like to uh, go back and relive. Many things I would
1: not, but that would be one of them, to just be... That's one of the things I'd like to go back and relive, because I couldn't do it now. Uh, my body would just revolt at this point. But if I go back and just relive that, yeah, that'd be all right. We were
0: watching something on YouTube, I think, where they were sort of going through... Like, they were trying to, like, come up with a top 10 of, uh, you know, <clears throat> the, the fast food options. And they were trying to come up with a top 10. And I, once again, regaled my wife with the story. I don't care how many times she's going to hear it. She's going to hear it more. Of when Doc Manson and I would go to McDonald's and hit that dollar menu. And we'd each have, like, three. Was it? I remember we used to buy three calzones and each have one and a half.
1: I believe my order at McDonald's for quite some time was three double cheeseburgers and two uh McChicken sandwiches. Yes. I because think, that was a total of five dollars.
0: Yeah. I think that was it. That was it. I think maybe we just went and we each got five. And I think like once or twice you would spring for a fillet of fish. Just yeah, to, just yeah. during
1: Lent I would occasionally get a fillet of fish. But uh Lent. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I'm like I just the idea of a McDonald's cheeseburger makes me have to go to the bathroom. I just have to get up and walk
1: <laughs> They're delicious still. They are. are not a dollar anymore. No,
0: but. no, they are indeed. I was I don't remember why, but I was in a Wendy's drive-through at some. I must have stopped at. I some...
1: went to a Wendy's like. I don't know when this was. Maybe it was three weekends ago. For like the first that's the first time I've been at a Wendy's since it left the location on campus, which has gotta be a decade ago. I had a baconator.
0: It was delicious. I was like, maybe I'll get a chicken sandwich. And they were like
1: $7. Yeah, they are expensive. I'll give you that. And
0: I was like. This wasn't even a, you know, like chickens, you know, the price of chickens gone up, which
1: they still do have, you know, the, the, the junior bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. And they've got they've got their tiny chicken sandwich equivalent, too, which is I think like $2, dollars yeah. 2 dollars something but like that. But I was like, now, I want but... to try
0: one of these big chicken sandwiches. And I was like, I don't want to spend $7 or $8 on a sandwich,
1: which I is weird
0: because at a regular restaurant, I wouldn't blink at that. But like, guess, yeah, sure. yeah, right. That's what you spend. But
1: I-, I ordered a Baconator, and this was at the drive-thru. And they said, one, two, or three patties or son of. And I was like, what the hell is son of Baconator? That's a I, I still don't know I'm assuming. Really I think it's
0: it the small one. The son of but the how many patties eater. is it? I don't know.
1: I got two patties.
0: Now I'm looking. I didn't want to
1: go for the three, but I felt like I should go for more than the one. So I did the two,
0: two smaller beef patties, three strips of bacon and two slices of cheese.
1: Yeah, I'd eat that.
0: It's actually supposedly it's the better choice than getting a single baconator um, because it actually Gives you more of a sandwich for less of a price.
1: That makes sense.
0: So. That makes sense. Their bacon is good, if I remember correctly. They do. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed that meal quite a bit. They do bacon quite well. How often are you hitting drive-thrus?
1: Often enough, but not usually Wendy's. Um, We'll hit McDonald's. During the pandemic, we were going to McDonald's once a month, maybe. Okay. And probably Taco Bell once a month. I think during the pandemic, um, we basically would every weekend. Sure. Kind of drive through. And not every weekend, but it would be the weekend treat, the thing to look forward to. So I'd say most weekends we ended up at Taco Bell or McDonald's or Sonic um, for for like lunch on Saturday or something like that for most that first year of the <clears throat> that was
0: us with like the curbside pickup. We would just hit a restaurant yeah. And, you know, they would bring it out to the car or something like that. Um all right. We have we have bandied
1: about our days of gluttony. Oh, just just real quick though, because yeah, you know, we're getting towards the end of February. I don't know if you know what that means for McDonald's. Shamrock shake. Shamrock, shamrock shake. shake. We are almost in shamrock shake season, and that is my favorite season of the year.
0: Even more than pumpkin spice latte season?
1: Uh maybe. Wow. Maybe.
0: Wow. Yeah, I, I think it's yet. I, I think it's because doctor.
1: I can get the shamrock shake for less amount of time. That's true. Than I can get a pumpkin spice latte.
0: It's interesting that like, you know, the fall flavors are so widespread and it's such a big thing. You don't get that in other seasons. I guess maybe in the summer they break out, you know, Winter, you get maybe some more hot beverages. Summer, you get like your lemonades or something. But like spring doesn't have something like that that I can think
1: of. Well, it's got the shamrock shake. Well, it doesn't really, though, because the shamrock shake's gone by the time March is over. That's what I'm saying. Like the
0: shamrock shake should show up in March and leave in May.
1: I agree. But then I, you know, I weigh another 50 pounds. So I'm probably best that they
0: don't. I'm trying to recall. I must have had a shamrock shake at one point in my life, but I can't. Is it mint? Love them. Yeah, it's meant. Okay,
1: it's delicious. I love it so much. Oh god, I can't wait! All right, the best, the best, the absolute best best is when Shamrock Shake season coincides with the return of the McRib.
0: That's when you know you're. It only happens rarely
1: when the stars align and the moon is just so. (laughs) Ah, that is. That is Doc Nansen's idea of a good meal.
0: Are you the type of person, would you, let's go back to Wendy's, let's, 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 fuck Cody Rhodes, let's just talk about this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This, let's face it, some things are more important
0: Um, than Cody Rhodes. Are you the type of person to dip your fries in the Frosty? Never done it. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. But I'm also. Again, it's something I'm sure I've done once, but I can't
1: remember enjoying it. I've never done it, and I'm lactose intolerant, so. I don't often get a frosty.
0: Is a shamrock shake dairy free, or are you just willing to sacrifice?
1: I'm willing to sacrifice. Okay. Um, I'm willing to sacrifice for that
0: for sure. How many, how many lactates does it take to be able to
1: stomach a shamrock shake, or are you just uh two for a medium? <laughs> Assuming I'm splitting the medium with someone. Oh, okay. Otherwise more. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I,
0: i've seen people do it and i'm like i i don't
1: i, don't I can't do remember the last time i've had a frosty
0: honestly i i was likely with gq because there's a wendy's by the walmart near where we grew yep. up and that's that's still there I, I couldn't tell you the last time i've been up, yeah up that way like
1: yeah
0: i should go because that was you know my old stomping grounds at one point that was the that was the place to go <laughs> one of the options was you you know went to the walmart and kind of just wandered around because you would inevitably run into somebody you knew um that i believe is the walmart where mrs gq ignored us correct correct we were shunned <laughs> we were shunned <laughs> there's a really good bagel place across the street
1: mm, decent chinese yeah, place yeah,
0: yeah 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 i should i should i should venture back that way why'd you have her dinner tonight um, I will tell you. Do I spoil my piece of positivity right now?
1: Oh, uh, I'm
0: sorry. No, 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 no. Off, let's you? let's do it because I have two, so I can I can save another. Okay. One. All
1: right.
0: Um, okay. I don't remember the I don't know the last time you had a really good sandwich. It's been a while. There is a uh, bread company, which I think is not. It's either way. There is a bread company. Uh, in a nearby town um, that my wife found on DoorDash, and she okay. wanted to order a sandwich. And I was like, all right, let's order sandwiches. And so I got a turkey sandwich on country white bread with American cheese, brown mustard, lettuce, mm-hmm. uh, red onion, salt and pepper. It was a d- amazing sandwich. The bread was incredibly soft, and just the perfect texture that you want a good bread to be. Is, is,
1: is this a chain company? I think so. Company?
0: Yeah. I don't know how many there are, but I believe it is a chain. Two words? Yeah. Starts with a P? No.
1: Oh, okay. It's
0: not Panera. I have no idea what you're talking what you're, about, but okay. <laughs> it's not Panera, if that's what okay, you're thinking. that's what...
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. No,
0: it's, I think it's a chain, but I don't think they have many, which is why we're being vague about it. Um, okay. Though
1: right.
0: okay. so apparently there's one in Montana. Let's see. Locations. Hold on. I don't think there's many near us, which is why I'm being vague. Again, no, that's fine. Again, Whatever. it's fine. Okay. Okay.
1: It's all good.
0: Uh, oh, no. Just you know what? it's a
1: place I've never heard of, but that's okay.
0: Hold on. Let me zoom in, because there's a lot of them, according to this website. <laughs> if all of these weather vanes... Are them. Yeah, there is only one in Connecticut, but I'll I'll let you know because it's near the deli that we go to. It's in the vicinity of the deli. Um, okay. But yeah,
1: I think I know what you're talking about.
0: Very good. My wife got a chicken salad panini uh, that was not made with mayonnaise, which again is not necessarily a deal breaker, but would. I don't think mayo on a. Can you eat mayonnaise hot? I don't eat mayonnaise at all, but. Yeah, you can. You can. Um. But uh, yeah, no, we were both very delighted, and I, you know, each sandwich, each sandwich comes with a pickle, as you would expect. Except they individually wrap the pickle. I love pickles, and will eat a whole jar of them if you give me the opportunity. My wife doesn't care for them, and one of her pet peeves—I don't think she will mind me saying this—is um, when you open up a t- like takeout thing of a sandwich, and the pickle is in there. Potentially inf- infecting the bread or the chips or the fries or whatever with pickle juice,
1: oozing that brine all over the rest of the meal. Each
0: pickle, there were two, was individually wrapped in paper so that there was no cross contamination. Was
1: this a whole pickle or was it a? It was a spear, a sliver.
0: It was a spear or a sliver, a spear. But spear either way, um, it was an excellent sandwich, and I, I, I turned. To- There's
1: a bagel place. It's pretty popular. That also, like, you can go in and get a, a sandwich. You know, it's like a deli, also, and all that. Yeah. And their sandwiches will come with a spear pickle, and they wrap it as well. But that pickle is always the saddest, floppiest pickle, and I don't like it at all. I will. Like, not, I like pickles, but that pickle, I nah. will say, not my favorite pickle. Yeah.
0: I ate them both, of course. Um, okay. Because a good, a bad pickle is still pretty good for the most part. Not all the time, but for the most part.
1: Do you like sweet pickles? Because I don't like sweet pickles.
0: I'm not opposed to sweet pickles. Are, do you like soft pretzels?
1: I love soft pretzels. I just won some uh, solitaire there, Mrs. Manson, in case you couldn't tell. I'm
0: waving to her. I can't see her because you have a solitaire background. There she is. Hi. <laughs>
1: Hello.
0: Um, Thank you for the yeah, pretzel. You were delivered a soft pretzel. Mustard, cheese, just plain?
1: Just plain. A little bit of salt. Thank you. She left.
0: Um, but yeah, no, decent pickles, but just a a truly like I ate that sandwich and finished it and was like, I should have ordered a second one because I'm not even hungry anymore. And I would eat it right now or would have taken it for lunch tomorrow happily. Uh, But that was one of my pieces of positivity. Sometimes it's little things like a very well made sandwich. Speaking of little things, (laughs) let's talk about Cody Rhodes. (laughs) Oh, you are a master of segues. Uh, it, has, it has been a crazy week uh, in the world of wrestling Twitter, and only because, really, of two stories. There are two major stories uh, happening right now. Uh, we'll ignore the Elimination Chamber uh, match because it's taking place in Saudi Arabia, and you don't sully yourself with the shows in that area never or, do you or do,
1: you haven't in the past
0: i haven't in the past and i i i am i'm torn because some of these matches not all but some of these matches look really good what's gold what's goldberg doing ah uh, he's fighting roman reigns of course of course he is Uh, you know, that match I'm sure will be five minutes and a car crash. Uh, and I don't need to watch Rey Mysterio wrestle The Miz, and I don't need to watch Drew McIntyre wrestle Madcap Moss. Uh, but the two, cha- I know who
1: half of those people are.
0: <laughs> the two chamber matches look good. Usos versus the Viking Raiders, I'm interested in. Becky Lynch versus Lita should be good. I may I? I may find myself on Saturday afternoon watching this show and feeling slightly guilty about it.
1: But I'm like, right, well, I mean, as long as you feel guilty. That we already give them, the our,
0: the, and I understand this is part of the problem. We already give them the money. So by watching it, am I making it worse? Probably.
1: I probably am. You are increasing their view numbers.
0: So maybe I'll only watch with one eye. So that way, that that totally but, yeah, outside of the Elimination Chamber, uh, the big stories, the biggest one is Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, uh, as far as we know, has uh, left the the good AEW. He's gone. He was a free agent. And <clears throat> now AEW has released a statement that they're parting ways. Cody Rhodes has released a statement. Uh, he and Brandy are moving on to other things. We don't know what those things are. Uh, the rumors are going crazy. That he is heading to WWE. He's going back where it all began. I don't know. You might
1: not. You might not know the answer to this question. But um, when with Cody Rhodes leaving AEW, is that the end of like that reality show? I don't know what's called Road to Ruin or something. Like, is that is that part of AEW? Part of his deal there? Or is that like a separate thing that he's going to be able to continue doing regardless?
0: I assume. Well, Again, it depends on how Tony Khan and AEW choose to do business, I suppose. If it's really an amenable parting, do they give him the rights to continue doing all of his stuff? Or do they say, you know, I suppose he owns... I would assume he owns the rights to be in Cody Rhodes now. I don't think AEW does. Um, you know, being that I'm not an AEW fan and I don't pay a ton of attention, there's probably a lot of information here I'm not gonna have, but you know, it, it seems like things are done. And, you know, obviously the Twitterverse is taking it just so well. They're being incredibly balanced and logical and not jumping to conclusions at all certainly not seeing people talking about how yesterday was the second saddest day in wrestling history and yeah all of that <clears throat> but people are you know saying they thought they they thought they had something in Cody Rhodes but he's just another faker like everybody else if he wants to go back to WWE and again we don't know that he does
1: yeah i mean I'm just going to take it at face value. I'm not going to spend a lot of time thinking about it and conspiratorizing the entire thing or however you want to say that. Um, like, I don't care if he's going to WWE. I don't care if this is a work. I don't care if it's because he wanted too much money. I don't care if it's because people don't like Brandy Rhodes backstage. Uh, I don't care. It's either a business decision or a story decision and sooner or later he'll land somewhere and we'll go with that. I, I I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the blurring lines things unless it's obvious. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to presume anything about this. It just seems makes me seem feel like a chump. Um I don't know. Yeah. I don't care to speculate on these goings-ons. All I, I know is I like Cody Rhodes. I don't think Brandy Rhodes is much of a wrestler, but I don't necessarily think she's been trying to be much of a wrestler more recently. Um, I, I've got no complaints. I think that Cody Rhodes' neck tattoo is hella dumb. <laughs> but otherwise, I like everything he's done since he left the WWE. He's left a great mark on the wrestling industry. He certainly has left a mark on AEW. And Hey, wherever he lands, I think that's great. I've said it a thousand times before on this show, though, you know, and I don't mean this as a slight to Cody Rhodes. I'm sure there are plenty of people online who will say this as a slight to Cody Rhodes. um, But that's not how I mean it. However, let me say, you know, wherever he ends up, if it's not AEW, I'm probably not going to see it. Like, it doesn't move the needle for me. If he goes to the WWE and Cody Rhodes is suddenly their next big thing on their next pay-per-view. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes is not going to get me to tune in to the WWE's product. And again, not a slight against Cody Rhodes. I don't mean it that way. It's just, I don't think there's anybody that's going to get me to tune into the WWE's product. And especially with how um, cynical I am about the WWE and how they tend to treat their incoming talent. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Much ado about nothing is really how I think I would sum up my feelings on this entire situation.
0: You? When Cody left, and he had the Twitter picture of a handwritten list of the opponents he wanted to wrestle, at that moment, he was probably... One of the biggest things in wrestling because he was kind of taking it and then he helped to find he helped create AEW. AEW would not exist in its current iteration without Cody Rhodes. No argument there. And then AEW got so big that now you have Brian Danielson, now you have CM Punk, MJF's on the rise, you've got Adam Cole, you've got the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega's hurt, but it will obviously come back. He's no, at no point, you know, he had that one great uh, spot in his last match with Sammy Guevara where he got what the cutter off the ropes on the ladder or some great ladder spot. He's not going to be their big deal. And I don't know what he wants and none of us do. Does he want to be seen as a big deal? Cause WWE may make him seem like a big deal for a while. Or does he want to, You know, does he want to do something else? I heard from, I saw in multiple places, he was considering going into politics. Probably should get the neck tattoo removed, but he was, you know, he was, there was something I saw where he was considering running for the Georgia Senate. Maybe Cody Reynolds is done. He's done what he wanted to do. He left on his, he left WWE on his own terms. He started a company. He changed the face of wrestling. And the neck he's married he's got a kid i'm pretty sure wasn't brandy pregnant i don't know i'm pretty sure he has a family or maybe he wants to start a family maybe he's done maybe he looks at a guy like cm punk and go cm punk walked away for nine years did whatever cm punk wanted to do and then when the time was right made his return and was able to be a very big deal and maybe that's what Cody does. Maybe he doesn't show up in a wrestling ring again until 2026. And it is a big deal when he returns to AEW or whatever the wrestling world looks like. Disney owned WWE or whatever it is.
1: I will say if the if the choice is between Cody Rhodes hanging around in the background, in the mid card, just sort of being omnipresent uh, for the next three to four years of a contract or. He disappears, because go do what he wants. And then, you know, maybe in four years or five years, he shows up again. Like, I feel like that's the better choice. You know what I mean? Like, that, to me, at that point, feels like a big return. Exactly. In a way that the current landscape lacks big returns. Yeah. So, yeah, it seems like a smart move, potentially, assuming there are other things he wants to do to fill his time. But again, if he wants to go to the WWE... I mean, I hope he has fun with his, you know, one month return program because he's going to do nothing for six months and he's going to come out in the Stardust uh, makeup again. So, I I mean, I hope he knows that. I hope he knows that because that yeah. I can read the stars, D.C. The, they have a child.
0: Liberty Runnels was born in June. So he has a nine, eight to nine month old. Stay home. Yeah. Help raise your like kid plan to me. Help raise your kid. And once your kid's old enough to appreciate that your dad was a pro wrestler, then maybe go back. But again, you know, I could envision a world in which Vince McMahon wants to kind of stick it in the ribs of AEW. will pay Cody Rhodes a lot of money to make a return. AEW's first big, you know, the first big guy coming back. Maybe he gets a main event program with Roman Reigns. Maybe he gets to, you know, and maybe I could, I could maybe, maybe envision a world where Cody Rhodes is the guy to beat Roman Reigns. It's not yeah. the right, it's not the right <laughs> choice. It's not the right choice. But Vince McMahon doesn't always make the right choice. It's he true. Makes the it's choice true. That's go- he makes the choice that's going to make the biggest deal and the most amount of money.
1: And you never um, know. Uh, Goldberg just might not be available that night. So,
0: so you know, maybe Cody comes back. I, it, it is difficult for me to see Cody Rhodes coming back. And in 18 months, he's back where he was in AEW. But now he's in the WWE. <laughs> and I can't imagine a world in which WWE is willing to pay him more than Tony Khan. But again, I could be wrong. I don't know the financials, so it, it quickly becomes speculation. It's a big deal. I've never loved Cody Rhodes as a wrestler. Granted, I haven't watched a ton of him, but I've. Uh, when he left, I didn't much care. Uh, when he went and started, he did all in and all of that. I was like, great. I'm glad it happened, and I'm glad AEW exists, um, but I hope he's happy. Whatever he does next, if he wants to go back and do the indies, and show up in you know the NWA and wrestle Zack Ryder, who is the NWA champion right now. Uh, that's totally fine. If you wanted to go to New Japan, I can't imagine why you would. But if you wanted to, great. Do what you want. You've, you've earned it at this point. If you want to go start a promotion, this was the other thing I heard that just made me laugh. Because it has to have been a joke. If you want to go start your own wrestling company with Triple H because Triple H has been spurned by the WWE. Cody has been spurned, quote-unquote, by AEW. Maybe you get Shane McMahon involved, too, and you and Shane and Hunter create another wrestling company. Uh, Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was the big news. Uh, Supposedly, and again, this is all rumor and speculation, supposedly... Uh, WWE wants Stone Cold Steve Austin to have a match at WrestleMania. Would that bring you back, Doc Manson? Would you want to watch Stone Cold make his return
1: to wrestling? I'm not going to say that I want to see that. But would I turn on WrestleMania to see that? Yes, I would. Well, there
0: you go. That's as good a reason as any, because I heard it and I went, come on. I'd, like, he I would turn
1: it on. I he, wouldn't have high ex- expectations.
0: No, but I like, would turn it He's on. He's going to wrestle in an Austin 316 shirt because I'm sure he is not in the same shape he was back in the day, nor should he be. It's been 20 years. Um, but what if he was? That would be great if he was. What if, if he
1: showed up looking like he ate the rock?
0: You know, if Ed showed up looking fantastic for a guy who hadn't wrestled in seven or eight years if Austin were to show up, but that's it. Unless he's been planning this for months and we don't know, like you can't, you can't call him in February and say, can you look as good as you've ever looked in your life in April? Unless you're eating a truckload of steroids. I don't think you can.
1: (laughs) Well, most of those, well, I won't say that, but I do feel like the part-time guys, can get away with more of those physique enhancing um, I suppose if you're only doing things. it short term
0: the, the rumor is Austin versus Kevin Owens
1: I don't know that for sure that's hearsay that's just me anyways what were you saying
0: the The rumor that I've seen is Austin versus Kevin Owens stunner versus stunner
1: yeah I don't need to see that I'm not- I don't know what I would want to see now that I now I say that like if I if I had my pick anybody versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's it going to be? I mean Kevin Owens isn't a bad choice. No.
0: The the issue is you don't have <coughs> you know, what are you going to pick Austin theory, Vince's, you know, pet project? I would
1: love to see AJ Styles in there, but that I would don't be great. F- But I also don't really feel like That's a better match than Kevin Owens. You know what I mean? It's just...
0: Yeah. Austin versus Randy Orton? I mean, not bad. No, thank
1: you. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) It's just how you feel about Randy Orton.
1: Correct. I have no interest in Randy Orton or whatsoever.
0: If you were going to do Austin comes out, stuns Baron Corbin, Pins him and leaves, and like it's a it's a two minute match, and he beats Happy Corbin. Okay,
1: I would just rather you not do that. Like that cannot be a match. Like that can be. I'm the host of WrestleMania. True. and Happy Corbin came out. That's true. And I'm you know, it doesn't even stun need him. to be a. Well,
0: and again, I don't. You know, I haven't. It's it's all rumors. For all we know, they asked Austin to be a part of the show. They, you know, I don't know if. People are saying, oh, maybe they want him in a match. I would happily watch Austin versus Owens, but I would rather I'd rather watch uh, Kevin Owens, Russell Cody Rhodes, to be honest. But that's yeah. just
1: me. Yeah.
0: Okay. I could be down so, for that. But yeah, those are the big news. Big information happened. Like I said, elimination chambers this week. WrestleMania is six weeks away. I got nothing else in the world of wrestling, so uh, unless you have something that you would like to chat about wrestling or otherwise, I would suggest we go to our half a dozen emails to emails what what to emails
1: all right podcast DDT wrestling dot com is where you can send those email messages. Our first message this week comes in from Jeffrey, that fellow from Massachusetts. Who does not have the Twitters.
0: Nope. I like that episode 307 comments. I actually kind of like that. He's just responding to each each week's episode.
1: I like that. Well, let's see what he has to say. Uh, Good morning, DC and Doc. As usual, just got done listening to the latest episode and you mentioned it being pizza day. You said the pizza place near your work has General Sal's chicken pizza. Never heard of it, but it sounds wonderful, as I love pizza, and the only thing I order when we do order Chinese food is the General South chicken. Do you guys like it? I don't yes. know if I've ever had it. Yes.
0: It it honestly tastes like General South's chicken, because the sauce is a General South's sauce with broccoli on pizza dough with a little bit of cheese.
1: Hmm. Also, you asked what song brings you back to your younger years. Mine is Let Her Cry from Hootie and the Blowfish. Reminds, I'm sorry, brings me back to 1995 every single time.
0: Let her cry. The tears fall down like rain. Oh, Hootie.
1: Not ringing any bells. (laughs) My favorite is the barbecue chicken Mm. pizza from Macquarie's Pizza? Licories? Licories, pizza, and West Springfield, best pizza ever. Thank you for clarifying the mystery of where you guys work and live. And yes, please feel free to reach out about any questions about the vineyard. Keep up the great work. Jeffrey from Massachusetts, who doesn't have Twitter sent from my iPhone.
0: This is very interesting pizza. Their pizzas the are not round. They are more large. Almost oval rectangles.
1: Yeah, Pepe's doesn't really conform to a circle or a square or anything like that. It's just sort of stretched out into whatever shape it happens to take. Is it like that? They tend to be sort of oblong, but they're not really yeah, ovals it, either.
0: It. I'm trying to think of a you know it. It almost looks a bit like a large stretched out loaf of bread. Kind of has that okay. shape to it, right. but it looks good. And I seem to recall Tall Guy taking me to Springfield or West Springfield to go paintball supply shopping one time.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was up there.
0: Yeah. So maybe we next, maybe, maybe we drove by Licorice Pizza and didn't even know it. Possible.
1: The next email comes in from the bestest of the besties, Glenn. And the title is very clever, very clever one. Do Elimination you, Chamber Pot.
0: Do you not have mates?
1: I do, but I skipped it.
0: By accident. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like,
1: what, what did Nate I'll do? I'll go back to Nate. But let's do Glenn's first. All right, let's introduce. The, introduced the
0: him. bestest of the besties does get the right to cut in line. Sorry, Nate. We will get to you.
1: Hi, guys. This Saturday, WWE take, as the saying goes, in the UK, Coles to Newcastle by taking an Elimination Chamber to Saudi Arabia. No so your task this week, should you wish to take it, is to book a five-person Elimination Chamber match, but instead of favorites or best of the best, You need to use the five worst wrestlers you can possibly think of. Thanks, as always. Glad.
0: See, the problem is, in my head, my
1: first pick will be Cody Rhodes.
0: (laughs) No, you want to take Ted DiBiase Jr. He was not good. Or Manu. Do you remember Manu? No. When they had Legacy, and it was like, I think he was... Is he a son of Jimmy Snuka? One of the kids of Jimmy Snuka? Or maybe the son of one of the wild Samoans?
1: He was not good. Would Lord Tensai count? Because I think Atrine was a good wrestler. But Lord Tensai.
0: Well, okay. So because I have to be a stickler for these things, I'm making our job harder because an elimination chamber is a six-person match. So if we're doing an elimination chamber, it has to be six. And I guess we're talking about are we are we going by actual bad wrestlers or bad gimmicks? Because those are two different things. Let's go bad gimmicks. Because Snitsky not a good wrestler, but not a bad gimmick.
1: Let's go bad gimmicks. <laughs> okay. I think Lord Tensai fits them.
0: Yeah, I, I'll put I'll put him in there. <laughs> I don't consider Mantar a bad gimmick.
1: Oh, it's a fantastic gimmick. But
0: I could see a lot of people who <laughs> do. Is Eugene a bad gimmick? It's in poor taste.
1: It was in poor taste.
0: But are we distinguishing between, are we distinguishing, is the Boogeyman a bad gimmick?
1: It was a bad gimmick, but it was actually a good gimmick. It was just bad. Yeah. The ex. But, but a, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh
1: i, I think this we is have an th- impossible question all a i sudden. think
0: we have to throw the yeti in there i know you weren't a wcw fan but the yeti that was bad gimmick all right
1: okay all, all right so so
0: far we've got lord Tenzai and the yeti i already want to pay money to watch this match um
1: <laughs> we can't say
0: alberto del rio because that's just a bad person not a bad gimmick
1: Big Dick Dudley.
0: What was bad about his gimmick, or is it just the name?
1: Just the name.
0: Like, um, do you go with do you go with somebody like Festus?
1: Yeah, maybe that was not
0: a that was a bad gimmick. That
1: was and bad, again, yeah. slightly
0: in, slightly in poor taste, but in in but that was a bad gimmick. So I think you <clears throat> throw Festus in there. So now now it's Lord Tenzi, Festus, and the Yette. Can we put Kevin um, Thorne in there? He also wrestled as Mordecai, which was not good. Oh, that
1: was worse. Mordecai was worse. Yeah.
0: All right. We'll throw Mordecai in there. Oh, man. This is the greatest match I've ever heard. Lord <laughs> Tenzi, the Yeti. Who was the third one? <laughs> I got to write it down. Uh, Yeti, Tenzai, Mordecai. What was the third one? I can't remember what we said.
1: I said Big Dick Dudley, but I don't know if you were accepting that.
0: Oh, Festus. It was Festus. Oh, Festus. Well, the issue is Big Dick, Big Dick Dudley's gimmick was similar to Festus, which is what made me think of Festus.
1: Mm. And then Mordecai makes me think of Deacon Batista. I'm
0: just getting to that point uh, in, my, in my wrestling quest, which I'm not watching as much of, but they just did the draft. Bubba Ray and Devon have been separated, which means we're getting to... Uh, Reverend Devon which means we're getting I don't know I don't know if Deacon Batista was such a bad gimmick
1: no all right he was
0: just muscle for Reverend Devon
1: and you know I was was suggesting more uh, Kevin Thorne because you know of the vampire wrestlers yes clearly the worst I mean Gangrel
0: would not belong here no Um,
1: and neither would Viscera Viscera was all right
0: well but do you put Naked Midian on there when he wrestled in just the fanny pack maybe I would hate to have seats behind his pod. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's five. We need we need one more. Tenzai, the Yete, Festus, Mordecai, Naked Midian. I'd like to point out all of these gimmicks include large wrestlers. Is that does that come with the territory? Does a bad gimmick have to include? Can you think of a bad gimmick that's a smaller guy?
1: Max Moon. That was a
0: pretty bad gimmick. All right. <laughs> We'll throw Max Moon in there. There we go. He's a
1: smaller guy, right?
0: Yeah. There we go, Glenn. There's your six. Lord Tenzai, the Yeti, Festus, Mordecai, Naked Midian, and Max Moon. I would send money to the person who puts that match together in a WWE 2K game.
1: (laughs) All right. So uh, backtracking to Nate's weekly email. Good evening, DC and Doc. I sometimes sit and reflect the past what makes me happy and what is satisfying in life. And for a while, watching wrestling wasn't fun or enjoyable, so I didn't really associate closely with it. Listening to your pod more has made me enjoy wrestling more, even with you guys rarely talking about wrestling. Listening to the pod every Friday has become the highlight of my day, so thank you. Doc, I did really love Hereditary, and I still don't know where the disconnect is with me and Midsummer. I'd love to hear a weekly 10 to 15 minute episode of your dissecting a horror movie of your choosing. No questions this week. Just some thoughts. Sorry for the long email sent from my heart. Nate. Now,
0: doc, I don't know if Nate is aware. These weren't 10 to 15 minute episodes, but if he wanted to hear you, if he wanted to hear you talk more about horror movies, what podcast or podcasts should he check out from the vault?
1: Well, there's the horrid podcast, which was me talking about the history of horror movies. But that's going way back to like the dawn of the film media. So I, I spent 12 episodes talking about like the very first horror movies. And these were like, you know, movies back when, again, the the film was just being invented. So we're talking like starting with like, you know, 40 second movies and then, you know, going forward into full length features um, you know, certainly stopping along the way to talk about plenty of like the Edison films that were more like 15 minutes long. And, you know, going through the 1920s or so, I don't know if that's exactly what Nate's looking for. It's certainly not modern horror movies. And I would say that was more of a drier scholarly podcast. So I don't know, but I would certainly encourage you to check it out. And of course, there's the Sounds Scary podcast where myself and uh, GQ would talk about a different horror movie every week, um, as well as do a bunch of inane bullshit off to the sides. But uh, I think our, our uh, you know, our talks about movies, a lot of more contemporary films in there. Uh, yeah, Sound Scary's got a lot of good discussions. If you can stand listening to GQ at all, I would recommend getting in on those perhaps as well. I, I would say
0: as an outsider and a not a horror movie fan, I would say Sound Scary is if you like DDT, you will like Sound Scary because there are similar elements. Mainly it is Doc in all his Doc Mancini glory. Uh, but fair, even if, as someone who is not a fan of horror, I enjoyed the heck out of Horrid, and I will say,
1: I, do I don't think remember, it was more of a history podcast than it was a horror movie podcast. Which is which my wheel, probably why you liked it.
0: But I saw so at some point, I can't remember if it was in a, a another podcast I was listening to or somewhere. Somebody referenced the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, and I knew what they were talking about. There you go. And I was like, hey, I would not have known that were it not. Oh, it was a crossword puzzle clue. Oh, okay. It was a crossword puzzle. clue. You're welcome. And I was like, I got it. So, Nate, if you're looking for more podcasts uh, after, of course, you listen to all the Joy of Bookings.
1: I will say. Uh, feel free, feel free I to check out. I thought check out. about doing, like, Again, yeah, like a 15 minute show talking about a movie I recently watched for like under maybe like my B Movie Geek brand or something like that. I think it would be great. But I just, I've been busy, Nate, but I'd like to, I'd like to do it. Maybe I will get there.
0: Now I know you're way behind, Doc, in your joy of booking listening. And that's, oh, yes,
1: way behind. Um, I intend to get caught up though.
0: But two of the last three episodes, for some reason, when I so what I've been doing for Hoss Fight is because I recorded a lot of these episodes over the summer, and now I'm recording epilogues in which I make some changes or talk about you know anything that's that's different between then and now. But for whatever reason, the recording is at 1.5 speed. So if you would like to hear DC Durango Canyon as Alvin of the Chipmunks,
1: <laughs> love
0: it. I mean, it it, it's And thankfully, I think the only people who listen to that show are Glenn and Jeremy and Brandon. So they mock me mercilessly in, in our little inner circle chat, but nobody else has said anything. But I apparently talk very fast. I'm assuming it must be something about having multiple, you know, things going. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it happens. I don't click anything different, but.
1: Well, hopefully the audio you send me today doesn't have this problem. Otherwise, I'm going to have to slap you.
0: No, I think what happens is I have you know the intro music or I have an intro then the intro music then the actual recording. I think I've got too much going on on my audacity. I should probably look into another recording software. I don't know if audacity is the be all end all, but it's that's not. just
1: me, but it does make uh, some things very easy, very convenient, and certainly you know being free is the right price point, so true,
0: true, true. I was watching speaking. You mentioned free, and we've had multiple discussions on the price of wrestling. Um, there was news this past weekend of the Defy Wrestling promotion. Uh, Darby Allen showed up to offer a 16 year old kid a contract for AEW, which was weird. Uh, Swerve Isaiah Swerve Scott, formerly known as Killshot, Lucha Underground, returned to that promotion uh, over the weekend, and I wanted to see if I could find it online to see if it had an on demand service, and it does. For $16 a month. And I was like, nope. Were you less than 10? I may have considered it. Less than five, certainly. $16, $17 a month to watch a very independent promotion. I say no thank you. Our next email comes from Che WTF News.
1: Evening, chaps. With the news that after 19 years... WWE are trying to lure Stone Cold back for a match at WrestleMania, and that Cody Rhodes and Brandy are done with Aew. What news wrestling or otherwise surprised you the most when you heard it? Hope all is well where you are, all the best. Sent from back, O oh, beyond.
0: I, w- I don't think I watched Shane's return live because I think it came so out of left field you you know you had to be watching regularly that was a big deal
1: yeah so, and it was surprising for sure we I mean, were yeah. not expecting to see Shane pretty much ever again so
0: and since I and we're not
1: talking about his recent return at the rumble we're talking no the return the
0: big return yeah um and I also will say considering it was 1999 and we were 16 years old um, waking up in the morning to find out that Owen Hart died the night before was pretty shocking news. Mm. And that he did it, he died in the ring. Yeah. Or as a result of being in the ring. Um, that was pretty that was pretty rough to somebody who was still young enough to I knew it was fake, but at the same time there was I was young enough to kind of still be bought in. That was
1: that was a hard one. So, uh, more recently, but, I will say I was very surprised to hear Daniel Bryan uh, leaving the WWE to go be Bryan Danielson again for AEW. Uh, especially given you know his, I mean, certainly all everything happened there with the not wrestling, and it seemed like he was frustrated. But also, he started a family, and he was yeah. married, and he's married to Brie Bella. And he very much seemed like he had this uh, son-in-law style relationship with Vince McMahon. You hear all these backstage things. I really thought he was going to be a company man um, for the rest of his t- days. So that was surprising to me when that got officially announced more recently. Um, I think that will seem more surprising as the years go on. Perhaps
0: yeah. they—he has gone out of his way to say that the split was fairly amicable. And he still loves and respects everybody at the WWE. And, you know, Cle- Bree Bella showed up at the Rumble. So clearly, you know, I don't think there's a lot of love lost. I think this was just you did. You know, they got their return. They got him coming back and being champion again and all of that. And they weren't willing to let him do what he wanted to do. And they seemed happy to let him go. So,
1: And if they want him back in three to five years, that'll be a nice big return for him. So there you go. Exactly.
0: Uh, We now take you to our good buddy, Simon, the Hotel Diaries, Homeward Bound. Hello, friends. There's a voice that keeps on calling me. Down the road is where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I'll ignore another friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around, and I've backdoored the event again. Maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow. I want to settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. Except when the water comes back on. Welcome to the homestead once again. The land baron decided it was better for him financially to fix the water in the second week rather than fund a third week in the hotel. So I packed up my shit, kissed the prostitute on the cheek, and told the receptionist I'd see her sometime down the road. If you're wondering what I did with the strap-on and the tassels, I hate that I have to read this. I hate it. Uh, Well, I ain't going to leave that with her. I took it all right on home. I can use the former as a conversation table piece or a bagel (laughs) ring toss game. And the latter? Well, tassels are just fun. I can put them on during cold weather and the shakes from arthritis. I could pull off quite convincing ultimate warrior cosplay. (laughs) Given what he said about those from my side of the ballroom in the past, I think he'd love knowing what was going on up on earth. Good day, leaders of my DDT family.
1: Love to all. Simon. So these poetry codes that we've been receiving from Simon Am I to understand that there has been a major plumbing issue at his apartment and he's been, been living in a hotel these last few weeks? I I believe that he has mentioned it in the Bestie chat. I don't pay that close attention to the Bestie chat. So that was going to be my follow-up question was, has this been discussed in the Bestie chat? I think so.
0: I think okay. he and Mrs. Manson. I think I missed it. I think he and Mrs. Manson were discussing it uh, at length. So, glad you're heading home.
1: Yeah, glad, nice you're keeping,
0: glad you're keeping the tassels.
1: Glad you're keeping uh, the uh, bagel ring toss
0: game. Or you could be make it like a New Day unicorn horn. You could do that, too. Our final email comes from the aforementioned Mrs. Matthews. Good vibes only.
1: Dear DC and Doc, because we need more positivity in the world, please share with us one thing you feel proud of this week, big or small. It can be anything. That's our piece of positivity, isn't it? Maybe not. I wasn't. I wasn't going to say anything because that would be mean to
0: say that about Mrs. Manson. But I feel oh, like we've no, been doing I mean, that. I mean, we've been doing that for a couple hundred episodes at this point.
1: You could name something that you're proud of. That's not necessarily a. a I suppose that's true.
0: I, I'm not necessarily proud of that sandwich because I didn't make it. So I suppose this is slightly different.
1: Yeah. Uh, for me, I made lots of progress with a project for work. I'm feeling a bit less overwhelmed. I'm also proud of my instant pot lasagna effort. It was quite indeed edible and tasty. What about you? Sending you high fives and a pat on the back from here, Mrs. Manson. Something you're what, proud of, what are you DC. Proud of? Something you're proud of.
0: Want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I have a trio of youngsters in my classroom um, who are uh, very excited about many things. And when that happens, they do not possess great volume control or impulse control. And so my classroom has been uh, quite loud. And one sets off the other who sets off the other who sets off other kids. And it's been very difficult. And as I mentioned, I believe last week, haven't been in the greatest headspace for a while. Um, so, I, I my my the way I handled it was not the best way to handle it. I handled the symptoms and not the problem. And so, having felt a little bit better and a little bit like I can, you know, function again, um, I decided to handle the problem. Chatted with each of the boys individually. Uh, I have a new system to try to inspire them to stay more in control. Um, And so far it has worked surprisingly well. Usually it's one of them starts to go off the rails and I can see the other two go, nope, not going to be me. And they just watch as the other one. So instead of having three out of control, I have one much easier to manage. Uh, So I will say I am proud of being able to do that without, you know, sending to the principal's office and taking away all of their favorite things. So okay. that's worked out well.
1: That sounds like a nice uh, advancement on the uh, work front there. And you know, personally being collected enough to be mature enough to deal with these third graders. I think that's a great, great, proud thing for
0: you to be proud of. It's not the great I te- <laughs> teach, teach, but thank you. What grade do you teach?
1: Second? Second. Yeah. Who's third? That That not?
0: That's somebody else we know.
1: That's somebody else we know. Okay. Somebody
0: else we know. All
1: right, and somebody else we know does kindergarten, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Pretty sure. Preschool. Yeah. Kindergarten. It
0: might it was be preschool, preschool actually. Now that I think about. It.
1: Now it's kindergarten.
0: Now, yeah, I think you're right. It was preschool. Now it's kindergarten.
1: Anyways, um, yeah, I am proud of my. <laughs> I am proud of my penis. Yeah, that's I am exactly what I thought you were going to go with. Wit. I am proud of my uh, Adonis-like physique. I am proud of my Celic like mustache. I am proud of my, yeah, I've, I've got none of these things, DC. I don't know. Um,
0: I, I, I do think you have a penis. Well. I have not, I have not personally checked.
1: Yeah. But no. I've
0: heard things. It, I've heard things.
1: It's, it's, it's pretty wonderful. Wonderful.
0: All under some teams
1: are wonderful. Something I'm proud of. I mean, I could have been thinking of that the entire time you were talking, but instead I didn't. Um, I don't know. Let's say uh, the fact that we have 308 episodes of the DDT Wrestling podcast. And of course, that's a severe undercount. But with all the shows lost to a private earful and the NII network debacle, sure. Um, well, and, and, then and when also, I say debacle, I don't mean the, <laughs> I, when I say debacle, you, I mean all those episodes being lost. Yeah. That's what I mean. Do, when that do we day. count
0: like when we watched the Cruiserweight Classic? Do those count as a? Was that a separate show, or was that a DDT episode?
1: I think it was a separate show. I don't think those counted. I'd have to go back to see officially if they counted or not, but I don't think they counted. So yeah, we're well past that. The fact that we're still doing this. I'm proud of that. I'm not sure if I should be proud of that, but I am. No, I think you absolutely should cop out. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I love that. You're proud of this show. I'm also proud of horrid. I'm especially proud of horrid, but I am proud that this is probably the thing in my life. I have stuck to the longest and most consistently. Besides your marriage. Um, We've been doing this show longer than I've been married. Haven't we? No, I guess not. 2015. <laughs> okay. No, I've been married longer. Why did I feel like we've been doing this longer? Yeah, just feels that way, I guess. That's actually a compliment to my wife, right? Because it feels like that's been a short amount of time. Are we actually the ones who are married, DC? I
0: think common law. Yeah. If you count if you count the four or so years that we lived together plus this. Yeah. You owe me alimony.
1: That's all I'm saying.
0: You make more than me. So <laughs> <laughs> um those all were right. our so emails. Thank you to Mrs. Manson and Jeffrey and Simon and Chay and Glenn and Nate. Um Uh, We look forward to hearing from you. Looking forward to hearing from Brent again. Um, I'd like to publicly chastise Jeremy for not sending an email in a while. I'd like to publicly chastise Brandon Banks for not sending an email in a while. I miss hearing from Danielle.
1: I'm not going to chastise Danielle, but I'd like to hear from Danielle. No,
0: we always like hearing from Rachel. She sent a tweet assuming that we would talk about. um,
1: I'd like to chastise Rachel.
0: Yep. Uh I want to hear from Forrest because uh I know he lives in Maine and I know that on a recent episode of Conan O'Brien needs a fan, um he talked to someone named Forrest who lives in Maine and I'm like there can't be that many of you. So I want to know if it was him. He hasn't responded. I bet you there's
1: a lot of people in Maine named Forrest. You know, you have a kid, you're like, what should I name it? You look outside, you're in Maine. (laughs) Forest, I I suppose,
0: I suppose that's true. Uh, Tim
1: Johnson, where are you, Tim? Right on in. You bastard.
0: That's true. We haven't heard from Tim in a while.
1: Haven't heard from Mitchell in a while. Oh, yeah, Mitchell.
0: Again, not chastising Mitchell. He's
1: probably playing Pokemon. He never wrote in about what the new Pokemon game was. I know there's a new one, and some people really like it, and some people really don't. So I'm actually kind of curious if he likes it. Did you
0: watch the entirety of the Markiplier video where he goes through every Pokemon? Oh, yes, all I did. 199 smash, smash or ones.
1: pass? Yes, I did. did yes, you see I any, did.
0: Did you see any that you would smash?
1: I mean, in the in the pursuit of the exercise, um, you know, I think you have to say smash to some, and I would say uh, my my list would be less than mark Um I don't think it was quite as high. But um, uh, you know, I mean, again, in good faith, doing the exercise in good faith, if I had to smash a Pokemon, uh, yeah, there were some that I you know, you, I guess so. Sure.
0: There were some that were quite cylindrical in shape and they kind of seemed Yeah. Like it made sense.
1: Now my question is, and this might be a question for Mitchell because he's the Pokemon expert. Um are Pokémon capable of giving consent cuz that would be important. <laughs> I'm serious. Are cuz I know they're smarter than animals. And animals are plenty smart. So like are they are they like sentient beings capable? Like I think like Mr. Mime would be capable of giving consent, right? Um but is a Pikachu? I I I don't know. Like but, like, Detective Pikachu could give consent, right? Yep. But what about well, a I'm squirtle? Just... Can a squirtle give consent? That's our episode title.
0: Well, it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun. <laughs> We're going to be kicked off the air for <laughs> that episode title. <laughs> um, you know, I suppose Pikachu does say Pika Pika. I suppose, depending on say Pico
1: once for yes, Pico twice for yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) I might be a better title. (laughs) Oh my
1: goodness.
0: (laughs) Mitchell may never listen to this show again.
1: (laughs) I am kind of curious. I don't know enough about the lore because they are definitely smarter, but then, but then I, 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 I hate to think about the world. Where you have this, I'm t- for lack of better term, we'll call it a species. Right, I'm sure there are multiple species within the Pokemon, but the species that ostensibly I'm going to believe are smarter than animals, and yet we trap them inside these prison balls and force them to fight one another for us. Now, admittedly, they don't fight to the death; they just fight till passing out, and they go on and recuperate, and it's all happy, I suppose, but. That seems like that doesn't seem like a good social contract. No, it seems it seems a bit much. It seems exploitative, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, at the least. Yeah, I would say so.
1: Yeah. What were we talking about?
0: Uh, we hadn't heard from Mitchell in a while. Ah, yes. And um, then and then Markiplier Smasher Pass.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Smash.
0: Did you watch that whole I- video? Uh no. I recommend it. No, I I skimmed. I watched probably the first maybe eight to ten minutes, and then I skimmed, and then I wanted to see what number he got to at the end. But Markiplier Markiplier has
1: inspired me
0: to grow out my hair. Okay. How how long are we talking? Because I've known you a long time, I don't know that I've ever seen you with what I would consider long
1: hair. In high school, my hair was down to like shoulder length, but I'm not going to go that long. I'm thinking like you know the part thing where you pull it over, um, pompadour style. But I don't know that I'm going to make. I'm actually going to put product in there, so we'll see what happens. I don't know how it's going to turn out. It's been a long time since I've had hair any longer than real short. But you know what? Sure, I have a full head of hair. I should I should exploit must, that
0: beast must be nice <laughs> as every week. I look at this piece here that is like I have like a receding hairline and then there's like a little V here. I think that this you is, and I is holding out
1: should both grow our hair out and I can be Markiplier and you uh, can be Bill Murray from Kingpin.
0: Every time I look at myself in this because I can't see myself clearly, but I'm like with the headphones, it looks like. Like, I want my hair to turn gray, and then I want to like put it in a ponytail to do like that, And then I will start wearing
1: Birkenstocks. (laughs) Hey, man, it's never too early to start dreaming. I say, you want those Birkenstocks? You go get those Birkenstocks now. The real question is, are you going to wear those Birkenstocks with or without socks? Because frankly, I think you can...
0: With 100%. I want clogs, really, Um, but with... Of course, you got to. I go
1: absolutely away. think you can pull off socks and Birkenstocks. So you can go ahead and tell Mrs. Matthews, you have my permission.
0: Some Paisley
1: shirts. Yes. Yes, Paisley. That is a power pattern. I actually think you'd look maybe, good in a Paisley.
0: Maybe start playing the didgeridoo or something like that. Okay, now you're start just collect. silly.
1: Start a collection of African drums. But I could see you with a didgeridoo in front of your third graders, which I know are not third graders, but I'm going to now insist that they are third graders.
0: I want to play the didgeridoo.
1: (laughs) I want you to play the didgeridoo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh, man. If I buy a didgeridoo, (laughs) uh, that will be... (laughs) Which would also be a good title for the show. Um, that would be my piece of positivity. But since I have not bought one, I'll have to come up with something else for now. But Doc Manson, uh, you've told us something you are proud of. But what are what is your piece of positivity? What's getting you through the week? What's been going on that's going good?
1: Hmm. Like I said, I've been pretty busy. Um, Really trying to put in the work on that lab manual. So it's taken up a lot of my time. Making some good progress there, so I feel good about that. Um, But in terms of entertainment and things like that, I know my piece of positivity doesn't have to be that, but I have been keeping up with uh, watching episodes of All of Us Are Dead, the Korean zombie show I had mentioned, at least in the Bestie chat. I think I mentioned it on the show briefly as well. Um, And, you know, like any horror uh, television show, I am somewhat befuddled by um, the pacing of things. Like some of these episodes are like 70 minutes long and you have these establishing shots that are four times longer than we need to be. Yes, we get it. You are on a moped going down a back alley and there are zombies after you. You could do a much shorter establishing shot and the exact same concept would come across. Um, but that said, I am overall enjoying the show. It um, The thing that I like most about it and this probably has part partially to do with the fact that it does take its time, is it's doing a really good job of showing more of what would happen in this sort of situation than I think a lot of other shows have when things go to shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, the kids are trapped in the school. they've got their little safe haven in a classroom that they've built. And you know, it's been a day. It's going to be another day before they start feeling the, uh, the effects of dehydration. Where are they going to go to the bathroom? Like they show like, you know, using like materials, like to make a makeshift bathroom, like you would do in an emergency situation. You know what I mean? Like they show, um, emergency response personnel in different areas. um, Coming to grips with the situation as it develops, you know what I mean. Like there, there's more of of that everyday world stuff that uh, I think gets glossed over in a lot of other media, and I'm enjoying seeing a lot of that here. I think that's mostly what's keeping me watching. Is, is more of that sort of real world stuff that you I, that I haven't necessarily seen. In this sort of show before, maybe The Walking Dead did it already, I don't know, but I don't think so. I think they mostly um glossed over it um at least in their early episodes. Again, I have only seen like the first season of Walking Dead. I haven't seen anything past that, so maybe they filled in those gaps later on. I don't know. but well, yeah, all of us are dead. um I've been enjoying that mostly, so I will say that is my piece of positivity this week d c Matthews. Mr. Durango Canyon, mm. what is your piece of, pause, a tiv, a Uh
0: Well, outside of the truly excellent sandwich, um, <laughs> we went, uh, I went home, went to see the parentals, Mama Matthews and the champ. Uh, I, I met the new puppy. Um, which was lovely. She's terrified of me, but she's quite cute. Um, and then afterwards, uh, went to uh, uh, our local used bookstore area of our local library, uh, and I bought a couple books. And over the weekend and the beginning part of this week, I did something that I rarely do these days. I sat without my phone or technology. And I just read a book, which is not something that I do often. Usually it's like, I will read, I'll read online, I'll read comics, but there's also Twitter going on and I'm checking Twitter or I'm watching wrestling while I'm flipping through a book or something of that nature. Uh, and I just sat and read an actual, I read the biography of uh, James Beard, who is, uh was a culinarian, uh, you know, cookbook author, and uh, believed to be the father of American gastronomy, American cuisine, the James Beard Award, of course, named after him. Um, I can't say the book was great, it was not very well written. Um, but he was had an interesting life that made it, you know, worth reading. I, I sat read the whole thing in a couple of days, so Obviously, it was good. I have two more books, uh, one about a New York Times food critic and one about the lives of the people who work in the White House, your butlers, your chauffeurs, your cooks, all of that sort of thing. Um, the books cost me a grand total of 75 cents. So actually, no, a dollar because one of them was hardcover. Um But yeah, I look forward to cracking open another one. Maybe that will be this evening's entertainment after I make sure to send you this podcast because sometimes I don't do that. Uh, But yeah, you know, sometimes you just got to unplug and actually just read a book.
1: Well, that sounds like a nice time.
0: So that is my piece of positivity to go again. Again, I cannot stress enough. Just a delightful sandwich. Uh, and so I also can't stretch enough, stress enough, I can stretch plenty, I cannot stress enough what a pleasure it is each and every week to sit and share some time with the solitaire-playing Doc Manson. And I say to thee, Sir Doc Manson, anything else you would like to say before we head out into that squirtle-consenting night?
1: If you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, send us an email, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can listen to our incredible backlog of episodes by going to your podcast repository of choice and searching the name of this show, DDT Wrestling. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling to send just a little bit of financial support. To DC and Doc, it helps us keep the lights on and this crazy podcast train a lugan
0: He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am Durango Canyon Matthews. I'm beginning to think I just need to switch it over. I don't know if there's enough letters to...
1: allowed on Twitter, but
0: that's true. I, I also was like, maybe I'm just going to become Durango Canyon. Durango. Canyon. And yon and yon. Uh but anyways, I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining us. 308 glorious episodes. Until we meet again, our my friends, for episode 309 Won't you be
1: our bestie. All right, our safe word is Pika Pika Pika. Pika.